with on-demand talk shows 24-7. This says how powerful this is. We are Internet Talk Radio for planet Earth. This message is getting out through these programs. TalkZone.com. Hey, welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. And our guest today, Penelope Smith, Animals in Spirit. I think one of the points of what we were just saying before break, Penelope, is that what really is important is to be grateful for the food that we're having, whatever form it is, instead of trying to deny the reality of the cycle, but be grateful to Earth and the animals and the plants, and at each meal be grateful to them for their life. Definitely. You know, when we pray before a meal, I think there's several things that, you know, in, in a good prayer, I, I've worked with this for a long time. And for one is you want to just, you know, thank the the animal or plant that gave its life for you. And be grateful for who prepared it for you and that you could have it so conveniently. And then also you want to sort of uh, put a burst of light through the food to upgrade it to a higher quality so that you know any toxins or whatever uh you know it's it's blessed to a higher quality of wholesomeness and then you know eat the food well and live your life well is also part of thanking the sacrifice that was given to you so that's an idea you know albert schweitzer wrote a book called reverence for life and I think that's what we're talking about is, is uh, you know, this was a profound book to me before I became a healer back at, when in high school kind of thing. And, you know, it was just like, wow, reverence for all of life. What a, what a good concept. And, you know, I began to apply it. And uh, more and more, it seems to be an avenue by which uh, healing and uh, psychicness and deeper sensitivities opens up for relationships or for nature. Do you find, Penelope, that when you're speaking to the different animals that they have a reverence for life? It's natural. You know, it's, it's a natural part of them. Uh, it's not something they think about night and day. They just have it. Um, I'd like to... An uh, example coming up for me mm-hmm. of... Um, I was watching this uh, wildlife program that used to be on um, Wild America with Marty Stauffer. Yes. And um, in those days, this was maybe 15, 20 years ago, in those days uh, it was not, it was considered anthropomorphic and not, definitely not scientifically acceptable to say an animal had feelings. And um, <laughs> Marty Stauffer uh, showed a um, um, scene of a mountain lion having caught a deer and killed this deer and the mountain lion lay down next to the deer and was purring and purring and rolling and uh, looking at the deer. And the, you could see, I mean, I could definitely see looking at that the, that the lion was thankful, was full of joy, and was definitely communing with the spirit of the deer. And Marty Stauffer said out loud, which was shocking for the time, it's not so shocking now as people are, recognizing animals' intelligence and yep. spirituality and feelings. But he said, I can see that the lion is grateful for the deer, to to the deer. And I just went, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, this was so wonderful, such a revelation to have on national yep. television. 
You know, years ago, my former wife lived in the mountains, and her father uh, brought deers home all the time for them to eat for dinner. And um, so for years, she never had a deer, and I wasn't a guy who liked guns much or killing animals much. I liked to try to connect with them. So I wanted to satisfy her and do a real present for her, and yet I didn't want to do anything. And so... I'm out way in the middle of nowhere. I'm a flagman for trains and, and construction going on uh, for a train track. And these guys come by and says, you know, we got to rush to another scene. But right up the hill there, about 150 yards, is a deer that's been shot. And he's just standing there. So I saw that everything was clear. I went up, went up and uh, communed to the deer. He was just weary as can be, and he, he, you know, I just loved him. And he says, you know, if you got a humane way to do this, go ahead. And I just beamed him and put him in the van and took him home and skinned him. And it was a nice present for my wife. Wow. You know, but, you know, that's a nice thing because it, everyone wins instead of you take a fresh, yes. uh, healthy deer's life. I, I thought that was a pretty nice thing. Wow. And I, I just want to say an extraordinary experience that happened there was when I was uh, gutting it and skinning it, I put my hand in and grabbed its heart, and I just started crying because I felt the spirit of the deer. Like, oh, my goodness, it wow. just dropped me. I don't know why it was left in there or what, but, you know, my hands wrapped around the heart, and it just touched my soul so deeply. Wow, that's that's completely amazing. It it was. I just feel that people are touched in different ways and are guided in different ways on what to eat and who to kill if they need to kill for food or whether it's killing a vegetable or killing an animal. Right. And... And everybody's guided in different ways, and I really am very grateful uh, for all the food I've been given. And at the same time, I've tried very hard to be completely vegetarian at different times in my life. It just doesn't work for my body. I, I don't, I'm not as healthy or energetic. And there are times when I'm absolutely um, uh, called by cows. Uh, uh, to um, partake mm-hmm. and uh, they'll right. come in front of me and, and I resist it for days and days and figure I can eat beans, I can eat tofu, I can yep. eat anything else trying to substitute until finally I go and I get some organic uh, uh, beef and mm-hmm. I feel so much better. No and, it, yeah. and, and you know it doesn't happen all the time but I, I listen and I just go okay I have to feed my animal body, my closest animal friend is my own body. Right. I have to feed it what it needs. Yep. And the animals are willing to assist me in this. At the same time, I certainly um, campaign for changing uh, factory farming and all yes. the industrial ways we, we yep. treat animals cruelly. Yes. And still, we have to live. We all have to live. So uh, somehow, you know, there's a way to that all of us are guided in different ways to make um, this transition to to union, to a place where we all regard each other oh, as beautiful. fellow beings right. and, and work with each other in those ways as you did with the deer. Yes, very nice. And again, I, I totally admire and applaud anyone who um, can be vegetarian completely and um, and uh, and I also honor, because yep. I've worked in the health field, 
uh, people who really have to have um, meat for their health. And really it's a matter of communication, uh, communion with all life, mm-hmm. and uh, with your own animal body too. Yeah, your body will tell you. you just got to listen and not have a preconceived idea or belief. Yeah. Yeah, I think and, you're right and, on. You know, the animals don't have this. They don't have that problem. They just follow their program. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Nicely said. Thank you. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. You've joined us today with Penelope Smith, and she's the author of, among other books, Animals in Spirit. So, Penelope, you talk about... um getting in touch, telepathy or whatnot, through your feet with animals. You mm-hmm. want to talk about that? Yeah. Uh, this is something that the whales gave me years ago. Um, they told me to uh, help people to get in touch because I've been teaching people how to communicate telepathically with animals for many, many years. But they said, tell people to get in touch through their feet on the ground because in our – and they showed me how people – in our society go to their heads and and lose touch with their bodies and lose touch with the animals because they're they've lost touch with their own animal form yes and so by getting in touch with their feet on the ground every animal on the earth including us and even when we're in airplanes we're all in touch with the earth or we you know and planes couldn't even fly and buildings couldn't even stand and so um the whales explain, get in touch through your feet on the ground, and if you feel your feet on the ground, your energy goes down through your body, and you get in touch with Mother Earth, and all the animals are there. Hmm. And so uh, in that way, you get out of all your programmed ideas. Um, you don't r- race around in your head, and you start to feel. And by uh, telepathy, of course, is um, feeling at a distance, being able to feel mm-hmm. another. And that's what it means, tele and pathy, uh, as feeling at a distance. And so when you feel through your feet on the ground, you can feel the pulse of the earth and you start to feel the pulse of the animals and you can begin to feel what they feel in a very primal, organic, uh, natural way instead of, again, trying to figure things out uh, through your head. Right. Now, when you've done what you just described, Penelope, it actually helps you to be more in touch with spirit as well. Absolutely. So while most people might think that you just need to go up to touch spirit, actually you can touch spirit better when you go down first. Yeah. You need to, you need to get your own body connected yes. and get your own energies calmed. And this helps to ground all your energies, to bring them down and into the core of your body so they align. And in that way, then, you can connect. Because when people are worried, when they're in their heads, when they're thinking, uh, like a lot of people after their animals die, they're lost in guilt and grief and feeling, oh, my gosh, I could have done something better for them, and they're blaming themselves. Well, getting in touch through your feet on the ground helps you to bring those feelings down so that the energy, again, aligns. And then you're able to actually focus and realize that, you're always connected, and your animal friends who have departed, they are also connected. You are connected with them, and then you can start on your way to telepathically communicating with them uh, beyond the grave and realize that 
you're always connected in your heart, in your soul, and we never really leave each other. Very nice. Have you ever experienced uh, animals that hang around after death? Yes, animals often uh, will hang around for a while to make sure their people are okay. Yeah. Uh, to look after them, um, to complete. Um, I experienced um, my most recent death in my family of my uh, last Afghan hound, Buddha Boy, uh, was extraordinary uh, special. And he, uh, after he left his body, um, we spent time communing with each other, and he was right there. His presence was so big, and he just filled the whole space and kept expanding, which is a real common experience of animals after they die. And then everything kind of fell into place. What what we were doing together, why we had certain difficulties with each mm-hmm. other, what he had taken on, how he was helping me, it all became clear to both of us that we just... Um, everything kind of fell into place of uh, the meaning of our life together, mm-hmm. and then we just kind of dissolved into love and kept getting deeper and deeper for days uh, in this incredible love. And then when that was uh, completed after about a, uh, it was about a week of deep love communion, then Buddha Boy was able to go on uh, to um, his other, or his next step in the spiritual realm. But it was wonderful to spend that uh, time with him and really uh, complete with each other. So that's a, that's a common experience that animals will make sure that things are complete with their people. Reminds me of that movie Cocoon where the uh, higher level beings were showing what uh, sex was like. And it was like sharing auras of a high quality kind of thing, uh, a high frequency sharing yeah. of light. And what you just said reminded me of that. Yeah, it it was very like that. We were just um, merged into each other. And um, when I think of it now, and I think of Buddha Boy now, because he is a being who is continuing to assist um, people on the earth, and he's got his uh, mission to help with the planetary um, evolution. Uh, so he is uh, positioned sort of close to Earth, and he c- continues to pop in um, and help people. And um, uh, when I think of it uh, and our communion and how everything went into completion, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the telepathic connection and what this brings um, to to all of us, mm-hmm. um, how we can transform death from a really uh, gruesome experience. I mean, I know people who go on for years feeling pained about their animal's death. Yeah, Um, just like a child. They can't release it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. You know, they they don't know how to release it. They just think it's something terrible and that it it can never be righted. Um, And when I think of how different it is that you still go through grief, obviously, at the initial... Uh, loss and at uh, certainly wanting their physical presence, and then it transforms into something else. And when you feel them unite deep in your heart, and that that never goes away, I I can't honestly say that I miss my animals' physical uh, presences, those who have gone on, because it's all transformed into something that is just as beautiful as their physical presence. It is it is eternal. Right. You know, I think part of the deal is uh, people find a sense of completeness or fulfillment with their animal and they don't have enough of their own wholeness. 
So, you know, it's like people need to realize that all crutches crutches must eventually be taken away so it's nice to become whole and prepared and many of us you know we lean on our animals for that oftentimes best friend support and a lot of times they give it to us and if we can use that to also be our best friend not handicapped uh, maybe uh, their effort can take us even further and and this is the consistent message. You said this so beautifully. This is the consistent messages of animals when they've departed. And when you get in touch with them, what they want their people to know, a consistent message is love goes on. You are a whole being. I am always with you. You are always with me. We are all love. And they communicate the most profound beautiful wisdom uh, and wanting their people to grow and be whole yeah and um you know and it, it's just a it's just amazing uh amazing connection right you know i get the feeling from our animals a lot of times that they seem to wish on us that we live life more fully enjoy life deal with our issues love ourselves more <laughs> find our purpose and help others Okay, you folks, we're listening to Mastering Ourselves.